Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Hey, welcome to the Dropship Podcast. And today we're answering a question from our Facebook group, Chuck Asks. Why would suppliers want to drop ship? Uh, funny thing, we actually forgot the name. I said, John, what's your least favorite name? And he said, Chuck. Uh, sorry. sorry, Chucks. All sorry. the Chucks out there, I'm so sorry. I literally just pulled that name uh, out of my ass. I can't think of what my least favorite name is. Um, uh, Edith. I don't like Edith either. Right. Edith asks, why would suppliers want to... I'm sorry. Sorry, Edith and Chuck. Uh, we just couldn't remember who asked this question, but we get asked it a lot. Why would suppliers want to dropship? Why me? What are they, like, uh, Why would they want some guy who's never done this before to sell their products? Why don't they just sell it themselves? Uh, we get this question a lot, John, and it's actually kind mm-hmm. of a... It's a nuanced answer, which is always my favorite, the it depends sort of answer. But like yeah. the reality is, why why wouldn't they want you to sell their products like what is their goal as a business they want to sell more products and mm-hmm. so how would they do that either really get really good at marketing and gobble up the entire market which still doesn't let you sell everything or have other people help you sell your products and represent you well online i'm not sure i had this doubt personally john so maybe you can help like understand what are they really asking here when they ask why why would suppliers want to drop ship yeah, look, I think, and we'll, we, we can obviously dig into the actual answer to that, but I think it is important to understand if this question is going around in your head, why this question is really going around in your head. And in my experience, this question is likely going around in your head, not because you don't believe that there are there, that suppliers don't want to drop ship. It's because you haven't yet formed the belief or you're struggling with the concept that they want you, you personally, to dropship their products. And so really, I think this question, once again, comes out of that fear, fear of starting. Like, am I good enough? Um, I'm worried that I'm not good enough. I'm worried that I'm not special enough. I'm worried that I can't do this properly and that people are going to see through me. Am I a fake? Am I a phony? Mm, Like, what right have I got to be here? (laughs) You know, like there's a whole bunch of things there that are really common uh, across people who are starting a business even who people who have been in business for a long time, right? I mean, you'll know this. You get into a room with really high-level people who are way above you and you can think, what the fuck am I doing here? Like these Mm. people are going to think I'm crap. These people are going to think I'm shit. I'm a phony. You know, when we start talking about all the things that we talk about here, uh, you know, sometimes you can feel like, what what if people think that I'm just making this up? Like, you know, I mean, these are common fears, really common fears. But that's where that question actually comes from. You don't have any evidence at this point that suppliers don't want to drop ship. And so you're kind of moving to the point where assuming that they don't because you're actually worried that um, you're, you yourself, for some reason, are not going to measure up to the mark when it comes to talking to them. Um, and uh, so, I mean, I think that's where the question comes from. So, um Look, and- I would say the majority of the sales calls I get on John are this. Yeah. Like people come on with the questions they have. About why, you know, why would a supplier want to drop ship? Um, how many people have been successful in your course? How long is it going to take for this to work? How much am I going to spend? What are the, what's the likelihood I make $10 million not running ads or, or like there's a million questions I get on these sales calls and I, I politely answer them. And then I say, look, the real 
demons are in between your ears. Like the John and I teach this extremely well. Every question you could possibly have is covered or could be covered in a future video. The moment you ask it, the reality is you're going to bump up against your belief system. Am I imposter? Imposter syndrome is a huge one. Like uh, who am I to be doing this? What if I fail? Uh, why would, you know, like all of the regular demons show up uh, throughout this process. And, and so I love when we do little episodes like this, where it's a question where you're like, oh, you know, I'm trying to think of a logical answer. And then the reality is that it's not coming from a logical place. It's coming from this uh, emotion filled place and, and worrying place about what if I fail or, or who am I to be doing this? Or what are they going to think of me? And, um, the reality is I've been in some big rooms with some big names. We're all thinking those same thoughts all the time. Mm. And so you're not alone in this. Um, but you do have to stand up and push through these things because that's the only way through. There's no way around this. There's no way of, of battling these demons other than going right through them and showing yourself that it's all bullshit. It's all a lie. And, and you do that by building evidence, by taking action. Yeah. I, and I think the other place this comes from as well is like people, I think when they're right at the start, put supplies up on this pedestal. Like um, you mentioned it in a previous episode or an episode we just recently recorded. Like people uh, think of supplies like their mom or dad or something and they're scared to go and talk to them. Um, and I think people automatically think when they're going into making these calls, they put like they think there's some big power imbalance. Right? Like mm. suppliers are like God or something. And I have to go up and be like, please, sir, let me into heaven kind of thing. Oh God, if you're I not think, on video I right mean, now, please go to YouTube just to watch Sean <laughs> do this little. <laughs> I've been a good boy. I've been a good boy. Let me into heaven. Right. Uh, and like they're essentially they're in a place where they're begging for the favors of the gods to please mm. rain your products down on me and give me a good margin and all this sort of stuff. And that's literally not what the relationship is. Mm. Right. You're coming to your suppliers with a mutually beneficial business opportunity. That's what it is. It's mutually beneficial. You're coming to them and saying, I want to make you money and there is zero risk for you in this relationship. Now, if I came to you and said, buddy, I'm going to give you $200 and you don't have to do anything, what would you say to me? Would you say, nah, I don't want that. Like, get get lost, John. I don't want your $200. No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, okay, sweet. Give me 200 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's literally what you're going and having a conversation to suppliers about. You're going to them and you're saying, I want to sell your products. I want to make you money. I want to make me money. If I, and there's no risk. The worst thing that's going to happen here is I sell no products and you've done no work and we're at exactly where we are right now. Yeah, I'm going to waste a little bit of my time and all of that sort of thing. But essentially, we're going to stay at ground zero, which is where we're at right now. So for you, it's only potential upside for the supplier. It's only potential upside in this relationship. And so to me, that like when I think about it that way, um, you see that there's not like some power imbalance where like the supplier is taking a massive chance on letting you sell their products. Like that's what people think. They think, oh, the supplier's doing me a favor. They're letting me sell their products. But they're not. They're not taking any chance here. Like the what if you don't sell anything, they're gonna forget about you in two seconds. They're they just might even go if you ahead do with sell their anything. day and yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they don't care, right? The chances are you're gonna sell something, you're gonna make them money, you're gonna make yourself some money, and you're both gonna be happy and onwards and upwards, right? Um, but yeah, 
why wouldn't suppliers, if you think about it that way, right? Why wouldn't somebody want to work with you? You're just giving them an extra channel, an extra opportunity to increase their market share. Because that's the other thing that suppliers want. They want their brand to be the number one brand that people think of when they think of buying X product, right? They want market share. They want exposure. And so one of the ways that you become the brand is if everybody who is in the space is promoting your brand, you're automatically the brand, right? Like if you've got third parties selling your product, then customers assume that it must be a good product, right? Because all these other businesses are selling it as well and trying to make money off it. And so you're not, it's not just about making the supplier dollars. It's also about helping them to crush their competition, which honestly is what any business owner secretly wants to do, right? That's, that's the aim of business is to get market share, which in turn makes you money. And so once again, you're talking to your suppliers and you're offering them an opportunity to increase their market share at no cost to them, no cost to them. So like when I I'll just go back to it, when I think about it that way, I think for me, that always mentally reduces that those sort of fears a little bit. Um, and I think, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's, there's other answers to the why, why would suppliers want to, uh, why would suppliers want to drop ship? Uh, like the, the flip side of that is like, if they don't want to work with others uh, like resellers, then obviously the answer is that they, the only other way they're going to sell their products is if they do it themselves. Um, and some suppliers do do that, right? Some brands are direct-to-customer brands, but a lot of brands out there don't want to do that. That's not the business model that they got into business to do. They're like product people. They develop products. They develop great products, and that's what they want to do, but they don't want to sell those products because that's a whole nother business model. Now you're into marketing. Now you need teams of marketing people. You need to do all the customer service. You need to do all that sort of thing, and quite frankly... Uh, a ton of brands out there just don't want to do that stuff. They want other people yeah. to do that stuff from them. I mean, this is like the history of retail is retail businesses reselling other brands' products. Like this is the way it has worked literally almost forever. Uh, and it continues to work that way. But yes, some suppliers don't don't work with dropshippers. I mean, if you go out and call 20 suppliers, you're going to get, you know, five or six probably that say, no, we don't dropship. We're not doing that right now. And then you're going to get 10 that say, yes, great, let's do it. Um, and, and that's how it will work. I love these questions that boil up what's really going through you, which is like fear, imposter syndrome, fear of failure, whatever it is, like you're going to keep bumping into this. If you have more questions, if, if, if John just resolved this one for you, which I think he did a really good job, actually, John, congratulations. Like, uh, that was really good. Uh, you probably went on to the next thing in your head already and we're, well, yeah, but what if blah, 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 right? Whatever that is, go post it in our Facebook group. Look up the Dropship Tribe in Facebook uh, or leave a comment on Spotify or leave a comment on YouTube below this video and let us know what the next one is so we can help you work through that too because self, uh, like uh, entrepreneurship is the greatest self-development program you'll ever go through. You are just going to keep bumping into these things uh, and you need evidence to back that up or you need someone who's in front of you who can show you why the way you're thinking through it is wrong um, or, or incorrect and, and try to think about it a different way which will give you enough confidence to take that next step 
up. Uh, but you're going to keep bumping into this. So whatever that is for you, please leave us a comment. Let us know how we can tackle more subjects just like this one. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business. 